Hey everyone, thank you for coming back to this third post. I am so excited about what we've covered so far. I think it'll be a game changer for you as a church to, to just help you reach more people than ever before. I'm excited uh, to keep on going on our journey that we're on. Uh, again, my name is Michael Prasad with Church Brand Guide, and we've been getting into this big idea. It's a three-part series, and we're, we're covering this idea of how how to transform your church's brand to attract more people. And if you're watching this, I know you know the importance of getting more people to show up because that means it's more lives that can be transformed. So we've we've uh, been answering this big question, how can we not be the best kept secret in town? Uh, as a church, like that is not a good thing. We have so, so many things that are amazing about what we have to offer. And it's up to us to make sure our city knows that. How many churches are drive? How many, how many cars are driving by your church on a Sunday, and they don't even know what's in it? Like they don't know that this church, your church, has the power to just absolutely transform their lives, and they need to. It's our responsibility to let them know that. Uh, in fact, Carrie Newhoff, who's one of uh, uh, the big bloggers and uh, podcasters in the church world, uh, he has a leadership podcast. It's just amazing. And he said it this way, there are too many churches that are perfectly equipped to reach a world that no longer exists. And it's so true. My hope is that you'll be a church that is able to reach people today. If you think about it, church looks a little different. In fact, the world, the world looks a little different. Um, about a year ago, I went to California on a trip from South Florida to California, and my wife and I stayed in an Airbnb. Typically, we'd stay at a hotel, we'd pay a couple hundred dollars, and um, you know, go get a room. But we got an Airbnb, and this was a beautiful place. It was the back of somebody's house. They created a separate entrance. We had a, access to a swimming pool. It was on top of a cliff looking down into a valley. Absolutely amazing experience. It, it was great, and, and it cost us like $98 a night. <laughs> so we had a great time. It's amazing. Um, Amazon, you know, they deliver stuff to our doors. I don't know about you, but sometimes I show up, and there's a package at my door, and I don't even know what's in it. I've just forgotten what, what I ordered, but it's amazing. We used, to, we used to go to the store and pick out what we need. Now it, it comes to us in a box at our front door. You know, we, we used to, or I used to, uh, arrange for a friend to take me to the airport, maybe a few days ahead of time, arrange for that schedule. Uh, but now, anytime I need it, I just get an Uber and it takes me to the airport whenever I need it. We used to go to the video store. You guys remember Blockbuster Video? And rent a movie for the night. And uh, we used to pick out a couple maybe for the weekend. Well, now we have Netflix. And all we have to do is go choose the movie we want to watch. And we, we don't even have to leave our house. So we're doing the same thing in the world that we're used to doing from 20 years ago. We're just doing it differently. You know what? The same thing is true with churches. We still need the church. This, people still need what the church is and what it has to offer. But we need to just position it differently so people can see that they need what we have. The truth is that people do judge a book by its cover. People care about what they see, what they, what they um, experience online. It matters. A logo matters to people. A website and the experience that they have on your church's website, 
it matters to people. They'll make a decision whether or not they're going to show up to your church based on these things that they're experiencing. The facility, the way that uh, it looks, the signage, the way they get around the property will determine whether or not they come back to your church. People judge a book by its cover. And we, as a church, as the church, we have to be aware of that. We've been covering a few things in this series. One is we want to present the benefit. That's the first thing we cover. Um, If we're going to cut through the noise and reach more people, we have to let them know the benefit that we offer to them. Uh, The second thing is we have to relate to our city. We talked about how that's done um, by doing things like uh, creating a logo that's relevant, that doesn't look like it's from, you know, the 50s, but looks like it's relevant uh, to people's lives today. Um, We also need to create a tagline, something that really positions us in the mind of people, and um, that'll help us get get that, um, that messaging out there so people realize how we can provide value to them. And then today we're going to we're going to be talking about uh, how we show the results that we provide. Um, So, again, I used to work um, as a freelancer working with different companies to help them build brands so they can sell more tickets, so they can sell more products, those type of things. And I saw the power of these branding techniques. And because I grew up in the local church and have such a passion uh, for what for what the church can be and and have been in my life, I want to help as many churches as possible to learn these um, these uh, strategies that, that are used in the, in the marketplace all the time to get people to respond. And uh, I want to show you one of these today. It's called um, showing the results. So one of the key ways that we show results is through photography. So the big tip for today, a couple of them coming at you. The first one is that we want to have great photography at our church. We want to capture people in our environment. So we want to be genuine. We want to be gen- genuine in how we present our brand. So when people see us online and they show up in person, there's a connection there. It's like, oh yeah, that's what I expected. So take people, take pictures of people in environments, actual environments at our church and use that in our uh, promotions, in our website and uh, make sure that people have a very authentic experience because people, they, they want that. They want that authenticity, especially when it comes to a church. They, they, we want people to trust us, and being authentic is a big way to do that. So photography, um, investing in a great photographer to come out to your church is going to be a, a good investment. Uh, get those great photos taken. Uh, the the uh, If you're able to see my screen right now, uh, these are some photos that we've taken. We went up to Cornerstone uh, Church um, and, and took these photos of just, just amazing environments with people that are happy and smiling and experiencing community, uh, great kids ministries and, and worship experiences. Those are the types of photos we want to capture because they're genuine. And it's the happy results. Um, I, a quick tip, I know sometimes at church, um, you know, it's it can be emotional. Maybe there's tears and some other things that happen. But when we put ourselves out there, we want to make sure we're showing the the smiling faces, the happy results. And that's again, that's just from a a branding standpoint. As we're looking through, uh, how do we reach people in our city? We just want to show happy results. And I hope that makes sense. The other part to this is that we want to tell stories stories of lives being transformed. And and we know this. If you've been in church for any amount of time, you know when people come to church, tr- a transformation happens. Um, people are changed from one thing. They they meet 
Jesus, and then now there's something different, uh, that much, something much, much better than where they started off. So we want to capture stories and share stories. And so that's the second tip. Um, make sure you capture stories and share stories. When you do that, you'll be sharing the results that people are getting. It's, it's social proof. It's the, uh, it's the review that you're looking for. When you go to Amazon and you're trying to find that item, you look at the reviews, you know, and you don't buy it until you find the reviews of people saying what you hope they would say about the product. Well, in a way, like the stories that we tell of our church is, are the reviews that people are looking for uh, before they come and they want to be a part of our church. The other thing I want to share with you is we have to build trust. So as a brand, as a church, we need to build trust as quickly as we can with people. And uh, a brand guide is the other tip I want to um, share with you right now. A brand guide is a document that basically locks down our fonts, colors, our brand strategy, so that we can create a very consistent experience across all different types of media for a long period of time. And that's what really builds trust, that people will, will see who we are online, they'll show up in person, and they'll see, oh, this is consistent, this is what I expected. And in their minds, they're thinking, oh yeah, this is, this is good, I, 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 uh, I trust uh, where I am and the messaging that I saw. And I trust that I'm going to get the the uh, the results that I'm hoping for, because everything is very consistent over a long period of time. So again, a brand guide document is something that every major brand is going to have. It unpacks things very very detailed things like fonts and colors, and even gra graphic treatment, so that everything looks cohesive. It it all works together, and it builds trust. That's the big idea behind all of it. So this is a brand that we created for Vibrant Church. Uh, Vibrant Church is down here in South Florida. In fact, this is the reason why I moved my family from Kansas to South Florida was to be part of Vibrant Church. And I had the privilege of branding this church, came up with a logo and colors and fonts that would appeal to people in South Florida. A very diverse mix of people from all different types of backgrounds, from the Caribbean, even from Europe and South America and Central America and, and America as well, all mixed in to this very uh, amazing area of the country called South Florida. So we created this branding. It, it's, uh, the messaging is a big part of that. Uh, branding is not just about how things look. That's a big part of it. But it's equally how we say things. What is the message that we're trying to communicate? Um, and how do we do that in a very consistent way? So people begin to see it over and over and over again. So at Vibrant Church, we created a great website that really syncs up with a lot of the branding. Uh, we also created um, a great uh, a great experience that people have in the lobby areas. So if, you, if you're able to see my screen right now, you can kind of see the website experience that I was talking about, uh, where it just looks like it all flows together. The lobby looks the same way, where everything just flows together. We're using the same fonts, the same colors, the, the photo treatments, the graphic treatments are, are very um, uh, concise and, and it's, it's the same thing uh, that you're going to experience online and, and offline. So we're building trust. Branding is an investment um, to help your church cut through the noise. That's the big idea that you, you, it's an investment that we make. It's a long-term commitment. I don't know if you've ever been to Times Square in New York City. 
But I was there uh, one time, and I, I just couldn't believe the uh, the overwhelming uh, nature of Times Square. I mean, everything is overwhelming. Visually, there's you might see a sign, but over here there's a bigger sign, and over there there's a brighter sign. You might smell something, and then you, you walk about five feet and you smell something different. You're gonna hear something over here, and then you walk over there, and there's there's something completely different that you're gonna hear. Everything about Times Square is just sensory overload, and in a, in a lot of ways, it just represents our our world today. People have Netflix, they have social media, they have. Uh, the movies, the ball game, they have all these things that they could be doing. They have YouTube, all these things that we, they can be doing except going to your church. And we need to be intentional to cut through the noise so they know that we can benefit them uh, wherever they are in life, that there's something that they they can get uh, from, from being part of our church. You know, in, in this process of uh, releasing these posts, I've been seeing some comments and questions coming in. And one of the things that I've, I've been hearing is, you know, if do we really need to, as a church, look into like branding? Is, it, is that something that we really need to do? I mean, doesn't God just kind of take care of, you know, drawing people? And I just want to point out something. Uh, Matthew chapter four, I think it's a great scripture that kind of talks about why branding is important. And Jesus is talking, he says, follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. And really, that's what we're doing. If, we, if we're intentional about building a brand, we're just fishing for people. We're finding out where they are, when they're there, what they like, and we're just saying, hey, we're gonna meet you where you are, and we're gonna bring you towards something greater, something better. You know, if you're gonna fish, you can't just show up and the fish, expect the fish to, to jump, uh, jump into your, your boat. You need to go where they are. You have to be. You have to learn and uh, be able to uh, get the right tools and the right bait and be able to go out there and really reach reach them where they are. So we are we are used by God, and that's that's how God works. Like He uses people to do His work here in the world, and one of the tools that we have is branding, where we can we can use these principles, these concepts, and uh, just be able to cut through the noise in our city. To reach people where they are. Another thing I've been getting is uh, just comments about, "Hey, is is this? Does this stuff really work? I mean, does it really? <laughs> does it really work to, to reach people?" Well, um, so yes, I've been doing this in the in the marketplace for quite some time, uh, where I've been working with different companies to do this to promote different events and and products. But if you think about some of your favorite brands, um, Southwest Airlines. Uh, maybe Walmart, you go to Walmart on a regular basis, maybe you take an Uber. Um, all those companies are going to invest heavily into their brand, the, the, who they are, how they look, because they know it gets stuck in our brains. And we begin to um, uh, create a space for them when we need something. So if, if you're going to go travel across the country and you're looking for a good deal, you're probably gonna have something in your mind say, hey, check out the low fare airline, right? That's that's Southwest. You might check their site uh, among other sites, but you're, you're probably gonna check them out as well. So they're creating a space in our brains and uh, that's really what branding does. It helps to create a space in our minds so that um, we look to that, that, that product, that service as a solution for us. In fact, there's a great book written by Donald Miller. It's called Building a Story Brand. And in it, he does a great job of unpacking this idea of um, how brands are 
uh, the best brands position themselves as a guide to help people become the hero of their story. It's an amazing, amazing framework that he unpacks in his book, and it makes so much sense for churches to pay attention to this. We're just inviting people into a better story. We're, we're helping them become the hero of their story. They want to be a great business owner. You know what? There's principles that we can teach them as a church to help them do that. Or to be a better parent, a better spouse, um, just to have better relationships. You know, all the different things that we do in church, we just need to better be able to communicate it so that we, we're just positioning ourselves as a guide to help people get where they want to go. You know, Apple Computers is this amazing company that does a good job. In fact, a great job at positioning itself as a guide. Um, that right now they're the most valuable brand in the world, but it didn't always start off that way. In fact, in the 80s, they fired Steve Jobs. Um, and then for about 10 years, they tanked as a company. And in the mid 90s, they, they said, hey, Steve, we'd love to have you come back and save us. And when he came back, he saw their products and he reduced it from about 300 to about four. So the, he focused on four simple products. And he, he said, for professionals, we have two products. For consumers, we have two products. And, and this really helped people very clearly recognize what they needed from Apple computers. Are they a consumer? And do they want to be portable? Well, they might get an iBook. If, you, if you're a professional, and you have a studio, you might get a Power Mac G3. You know, you might you might remember these products back in the uh, late 90s. They were very iconic and well-designed, and they really stood out in culture. And the, this is where Apple began to rebound. And today, like I said, they're now the, the most valuable brand in the world because they simplified what it meant to... to to encounter the Apple product, the, the, what, it, what it meant to encounter the Apple brand. And what if we could do that for your church? What if you could have a strategy, a brand strategy in place that's very uh, simple and easy for people to understand? I wanna help you do that. Uh, just real quick, let's, let's just take a look at that real quick. You know, if I've been in church all my life and I could probably tell you 112 ways that a church uh, benefits people or the 112 things that you need to know about being a part of a church. But people don't want to know that. It's too confusing. They just want to know very simply, hey, why should I do this? Why should I be part of a church? Why should I care? And what if we could simplify what a church is? And I'll just submit to you that a church really, if you simplify it, it's four things. It's about God. It's about relationships. It's about growth. And it's about significance. So what if we could just simplify what your church is into those four areas? And we just clearly communicate to people, this is what a church is. You know what? We have weekend services where you get to know who God is. We have these things called small groups, or maybe you have uh, Bible studies or Sunday school where relationships are formed. You get connected. Uh, maybe maybe we have discipleship programs where you grow and you call them, uh, I don't know, discipleship classes or whatever you might call it in your church, but it's growth. And then maybe, maybe we start to communicate this idea of like, hey, you serve on a team because that's where you find significance. Your, your life makes a difference when you serve on one of our teams. So what if it was like, hey, I, that's what we are. That's what we are as a church. We help you know who God is. Uh, we help you get connected into relationships. 
We help you to grow and become better, and we help you to make a difference. You want to be a part of our church? I think most people would be like, wow, I never knew that about a church, but that sounds great. I'd love to be a part of that. So ultimately, ultimately, my hope is by presenting these branding ideas that we've shared in the last couple videos, two, three videos now, that you're able to um, apply them. Please give it a shot. Try it. It'll work for you just like it's worked for many of the churches that, I, that I've worked with. What you'll see is that you'll, you'll have more guests coming. As a result of that, you'll have more life change taking place. Because I, I know you have a great vision that God has given you. You have a great message, a great ministry. So if we can get more people to show up, then there's going to be some life change, more life change that takes place. And then on the back end of that, more people will contribute to the vision of the church. They'll contribute it with their, their time, their talent, and their treasure. And that's my hope for you. That's my hope in leading you through this process. And I want to remind you that by focusing on branding, this is an investment. Branding is a necessary investment. Companies seem to understand this and they do it uh, and they jump in and they, they'll get it right. And my hope is that as a church, you'll do it right as well because it'll return a great uh, harvest if you, if you just focus on getting this right as a church, getting clear. That's really what it's about, getting clear. It's an investment. It's not a cost. It's going to come back and it, it'll be amazing. In fact, Outreach Magazine, um, they're one of the leading magazines in, in the church world. They, they did a research study that said on average every person that attends your church results in about a thousand dollars a year of donations so for every new person that comes to your church it results in about a thousand dollars a year of donations so if you put put a value to that you're going to get that investment back whatever you spend on getting your branding right you're going to get that investment back just think about it. If, if just 20 people start coming to your church in the next year, that's amazing. That's an amazing return on the investment. That's probably, what, four, maybe five families that, that would show up. Uh, I think that could happen. I've seen those results very easily as churches have gone through the rebranding process. What if we cut that in half? What if we just said, hey, 10 new people show up at your church in the next year? Would it be worth it? I think so. I, I think it would be. That's about three new families maybe that show up in the next year. If you can get clear about who you are, I believe that at least three families would, would be a part of your church in the next year. What if we just said five? What if we said if five new people showed up, would it be worth the investment? Again, I think so. That's maybe two families, probably one, probably one family showing up in the next year that would basically cover the, 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 uh, the expense, the investment of getting your branding right. So I just wanna encourage you like, this is worth it. My hope is that you, you begin to see that. When you begin to cut through the noise, people show up and they say, I wanna be a part of this. It's well worth the investment to get it right. So um, I wanna share with you something that's coming up. It's my essential, my branding essentials workshop. If you wanna get this right, this is your chance to do it. If you've been thinking about branding, this is your chance to get your branding right for your church. I'll help you do it. Um, this is where I get to work with you directly to get your branding on point to what it needs to be. You'll have a 
well-designed brand starting with a strategy will just unpack who you are as a church and position you in the right places with the right language and the right visuals to make sure you could reach your city. Um, I'll also help you design that logo so that it's, it's done just right. I mean, the logo is the thing that people see the most, so we have to make sure we get that right. And from there, we'll develop your branding guide, which is, again, what we talked about earlier uh, in this video. Uh, we want to create those standards so we build trust so people say, yes, I like it here. I want to come back. I believe this church can help me become better. And um, that's our hope. That's my hope for you. So again, that's coming up. It's just a limited um, amount of uh, churches that I can get into this Branding Essentials workshop. So I'm only going to be opening it up for a short period of time because uh, I'm going to start it the first week of October. So I'm going to start the process the first week of October. That means you'll have a very short amount of time to get into it if you've been thinking about this. So keep an eye out for my next uh, message that comes out. My The next email is going to have the details on how to get into this so that you're, you're sure to get in uh, before I have to close it. Uh, before that that window is uh, is gone, um, so make sure you check out that. And uh, man, I'm I'm so glad that you've joined me for this video uh, series. Again, there's been three series. Hopefully, you got to catch all of them. Uh, my hope is that I've just added a a ton of value. Maybe helped you rethink what church and branding and all that stuff looks like. Uh, and my hope is that you'll implement implement the things that we've talked about because I know you'll see results. Just like. The, the hundreds of churches that I've been able to work with so far uh, with my agency. It's been a beautiful thing to be a part of, and I want that for you as well. So leave a comment if you have any questions uh, down below on this page. Uh, just leave a comment, leave your question. I'd love to connect with you. And uh, again, just be on the lookout for my next message. You can get into the Branding Essentials Workshop. Uh, if this is something that you're interested in, like now is the time to do it. I'm excited for you. Thank you for joining me. And I'll see you soon.